0: The Click & Go Travel Podcast, fueling your wanderlust with far-flung off-the-beaten-track destinations to just across the water and everything in between. Welcome back to this week's travel podcast. This week it's just myself and Paul and we're going to be discussing beachy cities. Do you ever want the best of both worlds when it comes to your holidays? I know for myself, I don't like just going to sit on the beach or sit in the sun the whole time. I suppose that's from being South African and always being in the sun. So when I go on holidays... I would kind of like a combination where I can kind of enjoy a city learn the different cultures try the different foods but then also go relax if that's what I want to do so this week I'm looking for all of Paul's advice because I haven't been to any of these cities and the main ones we're going to be discussing this week are Barcelona, Malaga, Nice, Valencia and Alicante so these are all great cities right on the beach and and I suppose just Paul if you could maybe just give me a little bit of advice on on which ones I should visit and and where to maybe start. So maybe having a look at Barcelona.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I I think that idea of having, you know, a a, a city that has nice sunshine really appeals to a lot of Irish people, especially if you're going to be travelling from Easter time to October. And then if you layer in the opportunity to have a beach in the city, It really is the perfect combination because like lots of people, as you say, don't necessarily just want to lie by the pool or lie by the beach all day. Yeah. Me, I kind (laughs) of can lie by the beach and lie by the pool all day. But yeah, I I get it. I get it in terms of having a city nearby. So out of the five that we were thinking of, Barcelona is really the perfect combo. You know, it's a short flight. There's, you know, good flight access. Year round in Barcelona. Now, weather-wise, any of the cities that we're going to touch on, like the beachy sun cities, are very much beachy sun cities for the summer. Okay. It's not, you know, you don't go lying on the beach. Well, you could be very lucky in the autumn, you could be very lucky in the spring or the winter getting a sunny day in Barcelona. It may not be beach enough. And I don't think that'd be the reason you'd be going there. So this is pretty much a summer beach break. Okay. Uh, and a summer, as you call them, beachy city beachy breaks. Beachy cities. So like Barcelona, short flight, like, you know, two, two hours, two hours, 15 minutes, and you're straight in. The airport is just south of the city, short taxi ride, and you're right in the city centre. And like Barcelona has so much, loads of museums, great food, amazing shopping, the world's largest city on the Med. You know, it is wow. the world's largest city, I think four million Nearly 5 million people in greater wow. Barcelona. It is it is the size of Ireland in terms of population, but very condensed. And it is literally right on the coast, between the coast and the mountains. So it's compact. Um, it's a real grid city. If you look at it on, on Google Maps or Google yeah. Earth, you'll see what I'm talking about. And it has stunning beaches just to the north of the city. So if you take it that you have... Las Ramblas as the centre, this is the pedestrian area where you walk from Plaza Catalunya right down to the waterfront at Mary Magnum. If you then head north, heading to the, to the left-hand side, you start getting to an area called Barceloneta. Okay. And from Barceloneta north, you are just on beaches. As a city, Barcelona came into its own in 1992 when the Olympics were held there. Okay. And they totally reorientated the city. The city was very much looking away from the sea with its back to the sea, facing into the city, into Las Ramblas, Plaza Catalunya, into the mountains. But they created a lovely coastal frontage space in the city, cleared away some of the old industrial parts of the city that were right on the beach and created lovely waterway access. So some of the rowing competitions, some of the swimming competitions, some of the open water competitions were able to be down on the on the seafront. And great. that's the legacy, like the Olympics. It's 30 years ago this year. My God. But that's the legacy that Barcelona has created. So you can be in Sagrada Familia, in Parkwell, enjoying the architecture, enjoying the museums, or also incredible shopping in Barcelona. Amazing yeah. shopping, like the Catalans know how to shop. And then in the afternoon, if it's too hot in the city, you can literally walk down the Ramblas, walk north towards Barceloneta, and walk to a beach or you can take the metro if you just don't fancy walking too far yeah. so it, it really is ideal and stunning beaches really really lovely beaches like you know when you think that those people live in that city you know can work and you know do everything that they need to do in a city environment and then just decide afternoon or evening I'm going off to the beach yeah. like it is um, a very nice lifestyle yeah
0: that's the like dream lifestyle
1: and they have the weather
0: yeah what would be your kind of favourite things to do and see in Barcelona
1: I think um I love the old Gothic quarter in Barcelona which is just beside the Ramblas and just behind the Ramblas like there's a stunning old cathedral in there and you could just lose yourself in those little streets it's all pedestrianized for the most part like there's some large roads run through it yeah. and, and dissect it but primarily it's it's you know as it says a Gothic quarter so it's very old quite ancient uh, cobbledy streets uh all these little laneways, nooks and crannies. And you're away from the main shop, so it is way more traditional. So I love around there. But everybody, you know, if they haven't been to Barcelona, wants to go and see Sagrada Familia. This is the the museum. Yeah. uh, Or certainly the museum, the the cathedral that was being built by Gaudi. Yeah. He died when it was under construction, knocked down by a tram. And they are still constructing this building over 100 years later. It is like Gaudi's art and architecture and design concept is totally out there and totally yeah. wacky. So this is a cathedral that is just not like any yeah. other cathedral you have seen. Yeah. It is amazing. And they have great plans to change some of the streetscapes okay. around the, the cathedral so that you're going to get a better aspect of it when it is eventually completed.
0: Yeah. I was having a look and they say it's due to be completed in 2026. Yeah, that's not like, too far. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's like 100 over 140 years that it's been been like taken to get built. Like That's yeah. amazing.
1: But it's just like... It is. It is a big city. You know, yeah. like it is from. I imagine. I, I, I've never tested it, but from from the coast to the mountains must be eight or ten kilometers. Okay. You know, and then it would stretch maybe from the kind of northern beaches down to Montreux. Again, another fifteen twenty kilometers. It it is very compact. Um, it's not massively high rise you know, you're talking five or six stories high for the most part. So so it's a very elegant city. Okay, It really is. You know, I, I, I would absolutely say to you, if you haven't been and you're looking for a sunny city, looking for a little bit of sun, a little bit of heat in your bones yeah. and you want stuff to do and then, you know, either you or whoever you're with wants a little bit of chill in the afternoon or evening and like down there, it's, it's warm until eight or nine in the evening. Like okay. they do a day's work and go to the beach in Barcelona.
0: Yeah. And Barcelona is also a, a Big ship port, like cruise ship yeah, port, right? Yeah, huge cruise port. Yeah.
1: So, you know, add it on pre or post cruise, do it as a city break, do it as a beachy city break in the summertime, yeah. uh, just so much to do and see. And, and a real lived-in city, not expensive, accommodation's not expensive, getting around is not expensive. You do have to watch out for the pickpockets on Las okay. Ramblas, but, you know, that's that comes that's with a the territory lot of, yeah. in most cities. It's the same yeah. here, but... Uh, it would be an absolute must do in terms of what what you can do. And it just ticks pretty much every single box.
0: Yeah. It sounds like the ideal the ideal city mm, break. Mm. And what about Malaga, our next sort of city? Have you have been a couple of times, have you?
1: Yeah. I love uh, last year was the first year, just after the restrictions were lifted in July, I went down with the group of travel agents and Erlingus and uh it was it was just amazing. We went like after the travel restrictions were lifted in Ireland, but they had been lifted earlier in Spain. So Malaga was back being busy. Okay. And there's so many similarities between Malaga and Barcelona. Malaga, obviously in the south, uh, warmer, hotter, um, and exactly the same setup. An amazing city and great beaches, but scale-wise, it is much smaller than Barcelona. Okay. So it's a much much smaller city. Um, There is still tons to do and see. The Alcazaba, the Fortress, Malaga Cathedral. Like every Spanish city has an amazing cathedral. And these cathedrals are not just churchy cathedrals. They effectively are art museums. So I would absolutely always say to people, give yourself time, explore, go in. And there's some stunning old markets like the old fruit and veg and fish market. Another one in Barcelona, like just off the Ramblas. But here in Malaga, you have them. Artisanas, I think is, is is from memory what it is. And it is just great. Like these have been transformed into, you know, functioning markets for the locals but tourist hotspots for the tourists. Spots, yeah. And then you have up on the on the top you have Faro where we went for lunch. And this it's it's just like a hilltop point within the city. There's a stunning Parador up there and the views are just incredible because you have views of the beaches, you have wow. views of the city, views down the coast. Like on a good day, you can see right down the Costa del Sol and of the port of Malaga, because Malaga, like Barcelona, is a cruise port. Okay, You know, so it's, it's a really functioning city. And they, too, have really only rediscovered and started to develop their beaches recently. Okay. You know, like for them they just grow up in the heat. They're just not not bothered. Yeah. Um, but I think Malaga saw what Barcelona had achieved by developing the beaches and followed suit. So we had a great time. And, you know, not only when you're when like, do you get to enjoy Malaga, but you can get a bus to Granada. Yeah. You, know, you can do lots of things that are fairly close and enjoy. So again, you have this brilliant city. Again, really good shopping. The Spanish, like the yeah. Spanish are <laughs> the people behind Inditex, which yeah. is Zara, Massimo Dutti. Pull&Bear, all, all of that. that like they are, they are they are, shoppers, they are retailers. So you've plenty to see. And there's great history in Malaga. Like it's an old Roman city. Yeah. Uh, so plenty to see and do. Great food, lots of tapas, lots of eating outdoors. So there's so much to really explore and enjoy because so many people would know Malaga in terms of the airport, but they only access the airport and then they're straight Go down to, the coast. They're going yeah. down towards Gibraltar, down Torremolinos, Benalmadina, Fuangarola, you know, Marbella, Estepona, yeah. all down the coast to enjoy the great sun and, and, and beach that, that Costa del Sol offers. And oftentimes they forget Malaga. Yeah. And also just beside Malaga Airport and Malaga Airport to Malaga City is just kilometres away. Okay. There is a great outlet, Mal. You oh, know, very So good. great shopping again, not only in the city for the, the, the Spanish stuff, but that as well.
0: That's great. Yeah. Really, love really it. Good. Love it.
1: Thoroughly recommend it.
0: Very good. And what about Nice? Have you been Uh, to Nice?
1: Yeah, I used to when, you know, in a former life for one of the other companies I worked with, I used to do all of the hotel contracting for Nice. Nice is like it it looks beautiful. It is. It's hard to describe how fabulous Nice is. It's right on the coast, close to the Italian border, close to Monaco. Okay, so it's over to the like east, southeast of France. The city is just amazing. It is set, Jill, on this promenade that stretches for about seven miles, eight miles. So from the airport, which is at the very far end of the of the promenade, you drive along the Promenade des Anglais. And it's, it's your traditional old promenade. Like you walk, the road is here and the beach is on the other side of wow. the promenade. So you have the beach, the promenade, the road and then the city. And like it is just incredible. It's, you know... Typically French, yeah. you know, falling over with museums, lots to see and do. And then Nice has a great train network. So okay. you can explore train and bus to, to places very close by. Um, you, you know, you have, you, have, you have this very large, sprawling city. And it's it's a large city because it is just such an amazing place to live. So that's why it's a great place to visit yep. for a tourist. And then, you know, you can explore down the coast. You can get on a train and, and, and head down towards Italy. You can cross the border in less than 40 minutes into wow. San Remo. You can hop on a bus and, and be in Monaco in Monte Carlo. You that's know, Nice awesome. is just next door. You have the main city and then you have the old port and the old town, the view Old Nice. And it is just spectacular. You have the old market, the courselay just beside that. You again have an amazing city, uh very lived in city, great weather in the summertime. Yeah. So you know, there's private beaches and public beaches in Nice. The beaches in Nice are, are stony and rocky, but okay. they're still great. You know, yeah. like it's you know, by 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 you know, stony rocky I mean like similar to Bray. In oh, terms okay. of Stony so, Rocky Beach and, people and still that go promenade. There. But in terms of Bray, you know, Bray, unfortunately, <laughs> Bray. doesn't have the weather and doesn't have, you know, quite as good food yeah. uh, choice as Nice. So with Nice, you have all of that. And it's not expensive. You know, if you want more expensive French resorts, you head the other way on the far side of the airport down towards Cannes and Antibes. Okay. Whereas Nice is very much the lived in city, but ha- has great hotel choices. Okay. Airport is very close by. Uh pal Mine was down there the other week and she was just saying to me, you know, because it was always expensive in Nice to get the taxis from the airport. There's some kind of racket going on and it's expensive. <laughs> but she was now saying that the Free Now app is working there. OK, so, that's so great. So that's a great choice. And there's yeah. also a bus from the airport that is a much more affordable choice. Like it's only a euro or two euros and that brings you along. But, you know, like you've this, it's hard to describe a seven mile promenade and it is just jaw-droppingly gorgeous, right on the Mediterranean, beautiful colours, incredible weather, the beaches there, the city, the museums, all of all of what you want to see is just behind you in the city. And then you have so many options that are very nearby to go off and visit. Like you can head up to Biot, into Saint-Paul-de-Vence, into yeah. Mougin, up behind Cannes, go down to Cannes. So you can you can just do so much so easily on public transport. So really cheap. Really cheap, yeah. And then when you're kind of a bit tired in the afternoon, you just go to the beach. Or if you fancy a day off, you just go to the beach. So.
0: And how long would you stay in Nice for? Like, is it a three-nighter? Or
1: uh, a- Like, you could do it in three nights. But if you were doing three nights, I'd say then just focus on Nice. You know, yeah, just okay. stay within the city and, and, and do what you want to do and maybe pick one excursion. Like, it is the sort of place you could quite easily spend a week and have an absolute ball. Okay, and enjoy it but then you would be saying I'm going to do Cannes one day and Mouchamp perhaps yeah. in the afternoon or Saint-Paul-de-Vaune and I'm going to do Monaco because to get so many places in one visit is, is just spectacular and I know higher car prices are a bit, you know, dodgy this year because of the, the supply issue but it is also a great destination to hire a car uh, it's very easy to get around and again if, if you know if you just want the flexibility of, of driving around to see these places like you can actually drive the Grand Prix course because it's, it's the city of Monaco yeah, you know so like amazing. it's just a normal road so you can just say here I am <laughs> <home,"> you know <laughs> I so, did and the Grand enjoy Prix. it but uh, <laughs> yeah, so much so yeah. much to see in, in, in Nice lovely lovely city and again year round flights so perfect in the summertime for that sunny beach piece, but also perfect in the wintertime just to have the whole culture and the buzz. Yeah. And the great thing about visiting cities is they don't really have an off season because yeah. they are the home and the lived in city. It's like anybody visiting Dublin, Cork, Limerick, Belfast, you know, it's, it's a lived in feel.
0: Very good. And Valencia is our next So we're back to Spain. Yeah, the Spanish.
1: Naturally, the Spanish do well because of the sun and the beaches (laughs) and their cities and their inland and coastal cities are amazing. I was in Valencia for the first time only last month. Okay. And it, it was pretty amazing.
0: Was it what you were expecting or? It kind of
1: to me was like barcelona very much um better than what i was expecting okay um i don't know what i was expecting like like i'd read great reviews about it and loads of people talk about it and they all talk about it as being a an undiscovered or a bit of a hidden gem to the to the irish uh, consumer um anybody who knows about it raves about it okay um so you have like again stunning coastal city but the main city is quite a bit inland from the coast and a very elegant Classical Spanish city, again, not too high rise, lovely old parts, an amazing Valencia Cathedral and the Holy Grail, the the markets, the food market. We were in there. We met a pal of ours who is now living down there and we met him at the Estacion del Nord, the old train station. And even the train station is just incredibly elegant. The tiles on the floor, the ceiling, just amazing. And the Spanish love festivals. Yeah. So you know, there's constant festivals in front of the town hall or through the streets um, and the Fallas Festival is just mad and they have fireworks going on. Like, the Spanish just love noise and fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you time that in, like, it's also very closely linked to the kind of uh, Christian calendar in terms of the festival. So okay. Easter, Lent, you know, Pentecost, all of these, any excuse they have a parade in a festival. <laughs> but it's great for tourists because it just brings all of that colour yeah. into the place. Um, and, like we just walked and walked and walked and we were only there for an afternoon it was fairly quick I was yeah. in on a cruise ship Okay, we came in in the morning we had a bit of work to do got the afternoon off and we were able to just do some sightseeing but a very manageable city Okay, and again you can just get the bus or the metro down to the beach in the afternoon, it's a, it's further away from the beach, like it wouldn't be a beach from the city that you would walk to. OK, it's it's right at the coast. But as I was saying, there's quite a chunk of the city and more the kind of residential functioning part of the city before you get to the city centre so, of Valencia, okay. which is quite inland. But oh, yeah. wow,
0: and did great you, arts and culture, yeah. some
1: great architecture.
0: Did you see the like kind of futuristic building? I think that's yeah, a, the, the arts inside. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, there's so much we can learn from some of these Spanish cities where they have really gone out of their way to reinvent themselves and create iconic architectural masterpieces that almost define the identity of the city to tourists now. Okay. You know, so that they are differentiating themselves and they are kind of creating an identity. And Valencia has a metro, like, you know, like a a much smaller city than Dublin and they have a metro.
0: Have a metro, yeah. And lastly, Alicante. Have you you've been yes, to Alicante?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Like Alicante, Alicante to me is a bit like Malaga in that loads of people would have been into the airport of Alicante okay. and then headed to Benidorm, Benidorm and- or to Denia or to Calpe nearby to some, some stunning beach resorts. But Alicante city itself is just brilliant. Like it is, and it is like Malaga, smaller. And really proximate, really close to the beach. Okay. So you you do have a sense, like some of our hotels uh, and, and pals of mine were there last week. They went back to Alicante. I think it's about their fifth time in Alicante. And they stay in the Melia in Alicante. And it is <laughs> right in the center of, the, the, you know, the resort, the yeah. town. And it juts out into the sea. So, like, you have the water on surrounding the hotel and the beach is just here the marina is just there and oh, you know you can just like wander this. then into the city so yeah. like you know in terms of hotel options Alicante probably has a great mix of kind of resort feel hotels whereas all of the other cities we've looked at the hotels are more city hotels Okay. so in Alicante you will get more of the hotels that are right at the seafront with the pools okay. um, and you have the city behind you. So oh, it's probably closer to my ticking the boxes <laughs> that I like in terms of having the sea and the pool. Yeah. Um, but another gem of a city and and other places close by that you can head to, like you have Santa Barbara Castle, um, the Esplanada de España that just rambles through the whole of the of the area and Tabarca, that old town part of Alicante. So, so much to do, so much to see Um and and a really a really strong recommendation. So like if you're looking at the map of Spain and yeah. and covering what we've looked at, you know, Barcelona being the most northerly, Valencia, Alicante, Malaga. So we've come down along the coast okay. to look at those and then in Nice we're we're just almost on the Italian side of the French Italian border for Nice. So some great like five great sunny beachy city options. That, yeah, you know, you could do a week in any of those.
0: And not be bored, like have and enough to see and uh, relax. No. And,
1: and and I think I think if you're doing them in the summertime and, and you, you want that mix and you, you're not like the, I want to lie by the beach person, a week is ideal, but you could do less nights in terms of if you don't have the, the annual leave to take yeah. and you, you get it covered. And then we have other cities, like we have other cities that are the sunny cities But don't have the beach on their doorstep, like Lisbon, for example, in Portugal, an amazing city, incredible value, great flight access, very affordable. But the beach is not in the city as such, but you can get the train from the city and just two euros uh, cost and, and 30, 40 minutes away, you're down in Cascais which has a beautiful beach and is a resort in its own right. And you go through Estoril on the way, which is also quite a nice Great. beach, not as sandy as as Cachcáis, as but really, really good. And another one to think about that doesn't have a beach right in the city would be Palma City in Mallorca. OK. You know, amazing, amazing backdrop. Again, you know, coast and built into the mountains, stunning views and beaches on either side. You know, you can head um which direction would it be? It had, as I'm looking at Mallorca, it had to the right. So what would that be? That would be east over to Playa de Palma, Arenal, okay. Campastilla. Or if you headed to the to the left hand side as you're looking at the Bay of Palma, in towards Iliatas, which is stunning and and very close to where the Spanish royal family wow. have their summer holiday home. So like you can't get much better recommendation than uh, where than do the, the Spanish royal. royals go <laughs> yeah. for their for their summer holidays. They go to Palma. Yeah, so you, say you, just outside the city.
0: Yeah, you can't if you right, go wrong that way then. And now, out of all of those, what would be your favourite?
1: Oh, I hate being asked for favourites um, <laughs> because they they all they all have something really quite unique and yeah. quite brilliant. Like Barcelona is the one I've probably been to most. Okay, uh, Malaga, I've only stayed in once, but I was really impressed. Nice, I have been to tons of times with work, and I just love it because of the options that you have there. Yeah. So it would probably be Barcelona, Malaga, Nice. Barcelona,
0: yeah.
1: But, you know, I love Lisbon, love Palma, Alicante yeah. and Valencia. I'm less familiar with, but I really enjoyed both. And it's it's very hard to pick. Like y- y- with cities, you know, what is it? Sometimes it's it's looking at them and thinking, well, I need to go that weekend. And, and, and if you're flexible about where you go, then you have quite an open mind and you can j- just pick the best value between them because yeah. sometimes... The flight Different prices on one year, can be yeah. higher for no good reason, but the price prices can be higher on one than another. So I think if you have them as your menu, yeah. you can't go wrong. So like if you're looking at Spain, Barcelona, Malaga, Valencia, Alicante and Palma and loads of people don't think about Palma. And Palma, Mallorca is just like those yeah. cities like they, 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 they like with the exception of Lisbon. All of those sit on the med. yeah and they're just so blessed with what they have like they're yeah. they're great cities to live in to work in and for us to 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 visit and to holiday in.
0: Yeah. I think for me I'd probably want to do Barcelona, Nice and then Lisbon. Mm. Especially for the pastel de nata's in Lisbon, oh, yeah. the,
1: oh, the custody
0: oh. goodness—they're so good.
1: I'm on a diet at the moment, so fortunately, <laughs> even when I'm in little, I'm passing the pastel de natas. <laughs> <laughs> the, what right. are they
0: like? Yeah, they—they're they're
1: gorgeous. They're, they're little pastries, and 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 this—it sounds yucky, but it's not. This yeah. cold custard in the centre. Oh. oh! And when Bettina, who works for us, and oh, she's, she's she's in uh, Guimarães just beside Porto, when she's over, yeah. she always picks up some at the airport in Porto before she flies yeah. in, and. Uh, diet is out the window yeah. those days
0: yeah I saw Bettina there like I was in Porto visiting as well my cousin lives close yeah. there and I saw Bettina there as well and then we had
1: great you know, oh, and and you because just you're going to go to cities that are lived in yeah you're not going to get ripped off for food because no. you know these are large cities big populations you know who are clever about where they spend their money yeah there's yeah. places that are very expensive in these you can you can you know if you, if you dine on the front you're going to pay yeah. if you dine one or two streets back and, and operate off the menu of the day the menu du jour and the or in Spain the menu del dia you're gonna get incredible value yeah you know some that great options
0: th- all sounds great yeah now we have got to get you know booking to do they yeah. just click and go. <laughs> exactly <laughs> just have to click and go well thanks very much for that Paul I'm definitely inspired to do loads more beachy cities um so maybe experiencing great. both so thanks very much for that no problem. Um, And if you would like to follow us on our social channels, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Um, And if you have any feedback for us or if there's any recommendations that you'd like to give us on our podcast, uh, you can email us at podcast at clickandgo.com. Great. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, then. Bye. Bye. Bye.